What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Cheers Shots to the Cranium. I'm Stephen Goforth. It's Cranium Correspondence Time, so I'm going to talk about things that are going on in the world of professional wrestling. And then after that, I'm going to jump into the prediction show between myself and Addy Go. So, without further ado, let's head into my first topic. Roman Reigns' return. A huge, huge blockbuster announcement by Roman Reigns that he is back. Of course, that happened about a couple of weeks ago, and uh, could not be happier that he has battled his uh, uh, fight with leukemia or had his battle with leukemia and come out successful, and uh, could not be happier. I think that's a fantastic story, and very glad to see Roman Reigns return. Anxious to see how he will play out in the WrestleMania picture. Will he be taking the place of Seth Rollins? Uh, feeling as though, you know what, I should not have I had to drop the title due to uh, this uh, illness, this disease, and I rightfully should have my place in the championship match. Time will tell on that. I personally hope to see um, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar face one-on-one. No offense to Roman Reigns and uh, his fans, but uh, I think maybe the next pay-per-view we see him get that redemption. So again... The, big, the biggest focus here is the return of Roman Reigns and could not be happier. So upon that return, we saw a reunion of the Shield this past week. Yet again, and I'm not sure how I feel about this one. You know, I, I don't know that uh, I'm a big fan of bringing them back together so quickly and abandoning the storyline that they had going with the Dean Ambrose heel turn. I just feel like they're rushing this. I think they're forcing this reunion. I'm not a fan of it right now. I just think it's poor timing. And I think you're taking away a little bit from the reunion, or I'm sorry, from the Shield uh, reunion and the way it should be. And then the Shield as a whole unit. You're breaking them up. You're putting them back together. You're breaking them up. Now you're putting them back together again. I just wish they'd make up their mind on that one. But it is what it is. And uh, we'll see what happens on the pay-per-view at Fastlane and see if they come out with a victory. Or maybe uh, Dean Ambrose is just swerving them a little bit and he's going to uh, remain a heel uh, on his uh, exit from the WWE is what everyone's predicting. So we'll see what happens on that. What's the plans for Kofi Kingston? Of course, he got abruptly removed from the championship match at Fastlane between himself and Daniel Bryan. I personally think that there are big things on the horizon for Kofi Kingston. I think there's a reason behind all this. I think it's going to be a good thing for Kofi. I think that we're going to see Kofi in a championship match at WrestleMania. And I would go so far as to say that Kofi may even walk out of WrestleMania, the new WWE champion. So for all you Kofi fans out there, don't be disheartened. Uh, Don't get frustrated. I think there are some good things in store for Kofi. I like what they're doing. I like what's going on with the... Uh, swerve with putting in Kevin Owens and taking Kofi out. No one saw that coming. I didn't see it coming. If you did, congratulations. I didn't see it happen in any way, shape, or form. I like that. I like being surprised. I like not knowing things that are going to happen and, and that having too much predictability in the storylines. We wanted drama. We wanted the suspense. We wanted the surprises. And I think we're getting it. So I like what's uh, going on. I like what they're doing with Kofi and putting Kevin Kevin Owens in the mix. So we'll see. I think, again, good things are on the horizon for Kofi Kingston, and he very much deserves it after this fantastic career he's had thus far in wrestling and specifically in the WWE. 
We had another Hall of Fame announcement. Tori Wilson going into the, the newest inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. I think she rightfully deserves it. She was one of the forefronts with the women's uh, revolution or evolution back um, several years ago, many years ago, and helped put the women's division on the map. So I think it's greatly deserved for Tori Wilson to be in the WWE Hall of Fame and cannot wait to see what other ladies follow her. Every year they seem to induct a very worthy um, lady to go into the Hall of Fame, and this year I believe Tori deserves that more than anybody else or just as much as anyone else. So congratulations to Tori Wilson, the newest WWE Hall of Fame inductee. We also had the unfortunate um, news about King Kong Bundy passing away at the very young age of 61. So uh, we give our condolences to the family and to the friends of King Kong Bundy on that passing. A tremendous, tremendous wrestler and entertainer in the ring for many, many years. Uh, on a side note, one of my personal favorite LJN wrestling figures that I used to absolutely love playing with as a kid. Uh, I had the cage that went around the ring. Uh, for all you LJN wrestling fan, or wrestling figure fans, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And I uh, had many epic battles in that cage match between himself and Hulk Hogan and uh, many other feuds that I put him in and my own little world there of, uh, of my LJN wrestling figures. So um, that's how I remember him, of course. And of course, with his, his wonderful matches as well. And from everything that I've, I've heard of, of King Kong Bunny, I never had a chance of meeting him. But from everything I've heard from uh, people I've spoken to that have, say he was an exceptional human being, a, a very nice man, and, um, and you couldn't find a better person. So... Again, our condolences on the passing of the legendary King Kong Bundy. All right, Dana Warrior is joining, possibly joining, or is joining the WWE writing team. This will be interesting. I'm not sure what type of experience she has uh, leading up to this as a writer. Um, I'm not sure on that, but she may have uh, a lot of experience and may bring a lot of good things into the writing team. Will she just be specifically for the ladies? Will she be uh, for the men as well in terms of writing storylines? Time will tell on that. We'll see. I think she has a very insightful mind to the world of professional wrestling, being the fact that her husband, the Ultimate Warrior, was a major figure in professional wrestling. She's been around it. She knows what it takes uh, to be successful. And she knows what, uh, I think she has reports on what the fans want to see from everything I hear about her. So very excited to see Dana Warrior become more actively involved with the WWE and possibly joining that writing team, if that's indeed what she is doing. Uh, so best of luck to Dana Warrior in her new position, and we hope for wonderful things out of her. All right, Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan's segment on SmackDown. Owens, Kevin Owens is damn good on the mic. If you have not figured that out by now, I don't know where you've been. You need to get your head out from underneath that rock. He did a phenomenal job on this past week's SmackDown in the ring. And anytime he gets a microphone in his hand, I'm glued to the television. I can't wait to see what he says. I can't wait to see what he does. I love Kevin Owens' character, and he has got a gift for gab. And anytime you can put the microphone in his hand, you're going to be thoroughly entertained by it. I just thought their segment was wonderful. It wasn't just Kevin Owens. I think... That Daniel Bryan did a fantastic job 
playing up to Kevin's character and the things that Kevin was saying to him in the ring and uh, going back and forth. Daniel Bryan playing a fantastic heel right now. I'm loving it. I think this, these two guys could have a great feud against one another. I, I'm going to go back and say what I said before in a past show. I'm not a fan of Kevin Owens being a babyface. I think he is much better as a heel wrestler. So that part I'm a little torn about. But again, I was very entertained by their segment in SmackDown. And I had to mention that on this show. Because if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. And just look for the subtle things that some people don't recognize. The fluency going in and out of the conversation. They pop back and forth between one another without hesitation. So I think that's really important. I think that's making you, drawing you in to their dialogue and making you stay glued to what it is they're saying by the by the way they transition back and forth. They're just they're both magnificent on the mic, especially Kevin Owens. All right, so it was announced that Vince McMahon has cracked Forbes' uh, list of richest people. He is now 691st on that list. So I saw this. And the first thing that popped in my mind was 691st. What the heck is everybody else ahead of him doing for a living? That's what I want to know. How is Vince McMahon 691st richest person on the planet? As much money as that man has, as successful as he is, you would think that he would be higher up on the list. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about here. Maybe I'm just uh, naive. But I just thought that, gosh, you know, you would think that Vince McMahon would be higher up on a list of billionaires. Again, what in the world is everybody doing ahead of him? What is their career? Please tell me, because I, maybe I need to get in on that. 691st. I just could not believe that. So anyway, congratulations to Vince McMahon for cracking that list again, being one of the richest people on the planet, billionaires. I guess you could say on the planet, 691st. I'm going to have to research these people ahead of him. I'm curious. All right, if you have not heard my interview yet with Maddie Max, please go check that out. Maddie is a sensational independent wrestler, and she is uh, just, I can't say enough good things about her. She is fantastic in the ring. She is fantastic on the mic and during her promos. So go check out my interview with Maddie Max. It can be you can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, Google, and also on the YouTube channel. YouTube channel is a little more entertaining. I put picture slides on there, picture show uh, of my interview, a lot of my interviews, so you can kind of put a face with the name and parts of their career along uh, with that interview. So go check it out on YouTube, or again Spotify, Apple, or Google, all the platforms that you can listen to every Cheer Shot to the Cranium episode and interview. Maddie it was just recently wrestled for Universal Championship Wrestling's Clash of Champions in Athens, Georgia, and she wrestled Taya Valkyrie. You can go check that match out on the Fight TV app for only $9.99. Go to Fight TV app, search Universal Championship Wrestling, or type in UCW, and you'll see Clash of Champions in Athens. It's the most recent show. You don't want to miss this match between her and and Taya Valkyrie, it was fantastic. I cannot say enough good things about Maddie. Go check out the interview. Listen for yourself and go check out some of her work. You can Google her on the internet. She had a uh, segment in Raw last year 
uh, with Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. She did a great job during that segment, and you'll learn more about what happened in that segment and what happened backstage after that and before that and leading up to that in that interview. So go check it out. So now it's time to head right into our predictions for the Fast Lane pay-per-view. Hey, what's up everybody? It's prediction time. Fast Lane pay-per-view is upon us and we are excited to bring you another prediction show. Kickoff for the Fast Lane pay-per-view this Sunday, 6 o'clock Eastern Time. And then the show begins officially at 7 o'clock on the WWE Network. My co-host with me tonight, the one and only, a.k.a. Addigo, my daughter Addison. What's going on? Nothing much. So you are beating me in the prediction show, like we, like we mentioned before. Yes. Uh, you went five and two on the last prediction show. I went four and three. Yes. It's time for Pops to get redemption. We'll see. We'll it, see. It is. It's my week. I feel it. I feel it. You feel it. I feel it. Heading into WrestleMania uh, for our next prediction show. That's again right around the corner, and I uh, cannot wait. That's of course the the biggest one of the year, as everyone knows. So that'll be a fun prediction show. Yes. So let's kick it off. We're going to do, and speaking of kicking off, this will be in the kickoff show this match, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. I love these the matches between these two guys. They're awesome. They, they always entertain. They never disappoint. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with my pick in this match with uh, uh, Andrade. Who do you think? Well, we're starting off disagreeing here. And I'm going to go ahead and choose Rey Mysterio. Okay, so we disagreed off the bat. That's great. So the last yes. thing we want to do is agree on a bunch of matches here, almost like we did last time. Yeah. So you pick Rey Mysterio. I pick Andrade. Let's head right into the Raw Tag Team Championship match. The Revival three-way match here, triple threat. The Revival, the champions versus Aleister Black and Ricochet against Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. I'll let you start with this one. Okay, so I was super excited to see Aleister Black and Ricochet move up. Me too. I was so excited. I was like, they are such a great tag team. Yeah. I was like, I will be so happy if they win these Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah. So I'm going to go with them. All right, so you're going with Aleister Black and Ricochet, the rookies. Yes. Coming in to their first main roster pay-per-view, and taking the tag team championships. Yes. All right, so this one scares me. You know why it scares me? Why? Because I'm a fan of the Revival. I finally was so glad to see them finally get the tag team championships, and uh, I'm so worried that they're going to take them from them quickly. They don't deserve that. They are the best tag team on the planet right now, as far as I'm concerned. There's some other ones up there, like the Usos. I disagree with that. Well, that's uh, okay. And uh, Like I said, uh, there's other great tag teams out there. I just think the Revival is the best one right now, and I was super thrilled when they finally got the Tag Team Championships. I've been a little upset that they've let them lose, even though it wasn't for the Tag Team Championships on Raw the last few weeks, but I feel like that's hurting their credibility. I'm going to go with the Revival hanging on to the Tag Team Championships. I'm going with my gut here. I guess let me take that back. I'm going with my heart. I probably should be going with my gut. My gut says they're going to strip them from the t- strip the titles from them, yeah. and Aleister Black and Ricochet are going to win these things. But probably. I'm hoping, yep. But I'm hoping that the revival hangs on. That's going to be my pick. The revival is going to be your tag team champions heading out, or remain your tag team champions headed out of this pay per view. Okay, so let's head on to the next match, which is the women's 
Tag Team Championships. The Boss and Hug Connection versus Nia Jax and Tamina. This is the first time we are doing the Raw Tag Team Champions for the women. Yep, I agree. And can't I, and I can't either, finally. And then yeah. I was, we were very happy. We didn't get to comment on this. We both really, in our last prediction show uh, for Elimination Chamber, were really hoping that the Boston Hug Connection would walk away for the tag with the Tag Team Championships, and they have. Um, yes. Can't quite call it the Raw Tag Team Championships because they've made it known that they're going to go all over to, to defend these, whether it be NXT or SmackDown or Raw. So they're going to be known as the Women's Tag Team Champions. I like that because yeah. I think eventually we'll get Raw Tag Team Champions yeah. and SmackDown Tag Team Champions down the road. So uh, you want me to start with this one? Yeah, you can start. Okay. So I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go with the Boston Hug Connection. I think they're gonna retain. I think we're gonna see them possibly drop those titles at WrestleMania. It depends on who their opponent's gonna be. Yeah. I don't think it's time for them to lose the titles just yet, unless. Yeah. And I'm gonna throw this little swerve out at you right now. Okay, this is kind of may seem a little far fetched, unless we see a little bit of dissension between Bailey and Sasha. They lose the titles because of something they didn't do right together. Naya and Tamina walk out your new tag team champions, setting up a possible match at WrestleMania between Bailey and Sasha. Mm. So that would be the only chance I see of them losing these titles if it were to set that up for them to have a singles match at WrestleMania. That's a possibility, but I think they're going to retain. Okay, well, I'm also going to agree with you with the Boston Hug connection. Okay. I just think that I don't. I also don't think that it's time for them to let the championships go yet. Okay, so you think maybe there's a possibility they're going to yeah. have the tag team championships on the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania, yes. against some other opponents. Okay. Yes. All right, so we agree on that one. Right. Let's head into the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The Usos defending in a rematch uh, against The Miz and Shane McMahon. Uh, I still think that something in the back of my mind says something's going to happen between The Miz and Shane. I don't, I don't know what. Yeah. We kind of talked about that on the last show. Yes. I'm saying the Usos retain the tag team championships. What do you think? I'm also going to agree with you with the Usos because I agree that I really do think something is going to happen between The Miz and Shane McMahon. I just feel it. I, yeah. I really do. Yeah, I see it as well. We'll see what happens on that. Uh, who turns heel? I don't know. Uh, but I think somebody's got to in this situation. All right, so we are different. We you were picking Rey Mysterio. I picked Andrade. I picked the Revival. You pick Aleister Black and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. We both picked the Boston Hug Connection. We both picked the Usos. Right. All right. So let's move into the next match, which is the SmackDown Women's Championship: Oscar versus Mandy Rose. I'm going to go ahead and just choose Oscar. I think she's going to retain. Okay. Well, you know, we saw Mandy Rose get an uh, unexpected victory over Asuka on uh, SmackDown with, with, I think it was the roll-up there, and uh, obviously in a non-title match. Um, you know, I'm torn on this one a little bit. I think that eventually Mandy will be your champion. I don't know that it's going to happen right now. I feel like maybe we'll see them at WrestleMania. Maybe, maybe. it's a triple threat. This one's hard for me to call. I'm going to yeah. go the safe route and agree with you and say that Asuka retains. Okay. All right, so let's head into the match between the Shield reuniting again. 
gosh. Yeah, and uh, if uh, you haven't already listened, uh, if you heard earlier, rather, I should say, uh, in my Cranium Correspondence, I kind of touch on the shield and, and how I feel about that reunion. But let's go into the prediction. The shield versus Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley. I'm a little tired of the Drew McIntyre, Bobby uh, Lashley, Baron Corbin yeah. faction here. It, it, it does nothing for yeah. me. Uh, I'm going to say then the Shield get back together again. What's going on with Dean Ambrose? Is he really committed? Is he not? You know, it, it's a mystery. I'm going to go with the Shield. I am going to disagree with you. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with um, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley. Okay. Which sounds weird for me to say. It does. But the only reason why I'm saying this is because I think that something's going to happen between the Shield, whether it's Dean Ambrose like turning bad on them yeah. or it's something else with them. But I think something's going to happen with the Shield. It, they're, they're basically, you're saying that you don't feel that they're very right. stable. And I'm, There's some instabilities there yeah. within the Shield. Yeah, I, I agree. I think something's going to happen with the Shield at WrestleMania. Okay, all right. So you think that the Shield also will beat... Uh, no, I'm sorry. We disagree on that one. Yeah. I said the Shield's going to win. You say they're going to get beat because of some instabilities and some uh, sketchiness there between in the group. Yes. All right. The next match is Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Now, if Becky Lynch wins this, she will get added into the match between Charlotte versus Ronda at WrestleMania. So, I will let you go with this one. I'll okay. let you start. I like this. I think that I'm, I'm happy. Obviously, we, we saw this coming. We, we know somehow, some way, Becky is going to get uh, her shot at the title at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there for a while on Raw, we thought that this match was going to be for the Raw Women's Championship. Yes. Because Stephanie was under the impression that Ronda had relinquished her title. Right. It was being held up. So, therefore, she was going to make it Charlotte versus Becky for the title. Ronda says, no, look here. I didn't, I didn't relinquish my title. I want it back. So, now they've changed it. Like you said, if Becky wins... She will now be added to that match, making it a triple threat, most likely being the main event at WrestleMania. Right. The obvious choice here, in my opinion, is Becky Lynch. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, too. So we agree there. Becky Lynch, I mean, she has to. Yeah, I mean. She has to win. We all see that triple threat coming at WrestleMania. Absolutely. Unless something weird happens and Charlotte wins. And everybody thinks, okay, well, that's it. Becky's not going to be in it. Well, that was boring. Yeah, and so then really putting a swerve on it, which wouldn't be a bad idea. If Becky, let's just say, let's just entertain that for a second. Let's say Charlotte wins, and everybody's like, whoa, wait a minute. Like we're saying right now, Becky, that's a that's a no brainer. Becky should win this match. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen now? Maybe they get her added in on an episode of Raw. Maybe, maybe. Or SmackDown. So. I don't. Way. I wouldn't give up on the fact that Becky's not going to be in this match if, for some reason, Charlotte walks out with the victory at Fastlane. Right. Yeah. Be interesting to see how they play it out. Yes. So we both agree, Becky Lynch. Yes. All right. Final match of the night, which should be uh, we uh, we assume this will be the main event. May not be the main event, but it's going to be the main event as far as we're concerned. WWE Championship match: Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. As we know, Kevin Owens was substituted into this match. Taking Kofi's place per Mr. McMahon. Uh, I like that angle. I, I told you on the last show, I wasn't a big fan of Kevin Owens being a babyface. I like him better as a heel. We'll see how it all plays out. 
So my prediction on this one will be Daniel Bryan retains a championship. I think we're looking at a match between himself and Kofi at WrestleMania or possibly a triple threat match between Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, and Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania. Either way, I think Kofi gets a shot at the title at WrestleMania uh, against the champion Daniel Bryan. So again, Daniel Bryan walks out of fast lane, still your WWE champion. What do you think? I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan also because I just hate the fact that, like, Kevin Owens is in this instead of Kofi Kingston. Like, that makes no sense. But I also know where you're going with Daniel Bryan, I think, holding up the WWE Championship at WrestleMania for Kofi Kingston. Yeah, yeah, and it was a swerve. I mean, it was it was something unexpected, which I love. I love the fact that... A lot of us did not see that coming with Kevin Owens taking the place of Kofi Kingston and seeing the New Day and Kofi getting upset about it. I, I thought it was a great story. I think it is a great storyline, and I'm very anxious to see how it plays out. This is the kind of drama we needed. Yeah. The unexpected stuff taking place, not that boring, predictable uh, storyline that we see coming a mile away. Yeah. I like the swerves. I like the mystery. I like the drama. Yeah. This is what we've been asking for, and I think we're finally getting it. Definitely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our prediction show. We greatly appreciate you tuning in as always. Please support us. Tell people about us. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Chair2Cranium. That's Chair, the number two, Cranium. Instagram, Twitter. You'll see a lot of information posted there, a lot of news in the world of professional wrestling. Interviews. Go check out an interview that I just did with Maddie Max. Very entertaining interview with one of the most entertaining, up-and-coming, independent female wrestlers on the independent circuit right now. Go check it out. Addie Go, you had a chance to meet uh, Maddie Max at a recent show we did for Universal Championship Wrestling in Athens, Georgia. It was a gigantic show. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Maddie? Maddie was very sassy. She brought out her character so well. She did. Like, I was actually like, oh, my gosh, is this, oh, is she going to win? Or, or is she going to win? I was like, oh, my gosh, is this, like, who's going to win? Yeah. You didn't know who was going to win. You were on the edge of your seat for, I was on the edge of my seat for the whole match. Yeah, she had a great match with Taya Valkyrie. Go check it out on Fight TV app. You can uh, search Universal Championship Wrestling, Clash of Champions, only a, a very inexpensive uh, fee of nine ninety nine to rent it. And anytime you see the smoke coming out at the entrance, the smoke, the fog, the effect, guess who was in charge of that? Me. Addison. So she was in charge of the special effects for the, for the entrances. So anytime you see that, you know that Addigo here was responsible. Did a great job, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it had a great effect when the wrestlers came out. Uh, a special and big pop of pump come out. Oh yeah! Uh, smoke surrounding them. You did an awesome job. You queued it up. You queued it up perfectly. So go check that out. You don't want to miss that show. Uh, we were uh, very hands on in that show. I was around the ring taking pictures. You'll probably catch a, a glimpse of me around the ring a good bit. And also, I think you'll also uh, catch a glimpse of uh, Addigo a little bit as well. Yeah. I also want to challenge you guys who watch the Fight TV. And the episode that we're talking about, I want to challenge you guys to find, to count how many times you see me come out around the ring. 
Great so, contest. When you when you have the final answer, comment down below in this video, and we will reply and see if that is correct. I like it. I like it. So, see how many times you see Addy go in the show, during the show. If you spot her, count how many times. Leave a comment. Let's see your count and see who wins. Yes. All right. Thank you again. We greatly appreciate your support more than you can possibly, more than we can possibly say. Uh, we can stay here all night long and say thank you, and it would not be enough. Just tell your friends, tell your family. If they're professional wrestling fans, tell them to check us out. We have a unique podcast. We want to tell people. We want you to tell people about it. We want to grow. We want to continue entertaining you. So again, we thank you from the bottom of our heart for tuning in and for listening to us. All right, as always, we appreciate you taking another cheer shot to the cranium. Adios.